Yellow is the new green. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Lake Mead on the Colorado River has met a grim milestone. Last week, the country's largest reservoir was just 36% of capacity, the lowest level since it filled behind Hoover Dam in the 1930s. Lake Powell, just upstream, is only 34% full. The record comes amidst rising temperatures and decreasing precipitation that have strained the Colorado River's ability to supply irrigation and drinking water to seven western states and Mexico. While demand for Colorado River water has exceeded supply since 2000, consumption has come down somewhat due to conservation measures. One of those measures came in the form of new legislation signed by Governor Steve Sisolak of Nevada that will require nearly one-third of grass in the Las Vegas area, which gets 90% of its water from Lake Mead, to be removed by the end of 2026. The ban targets non-functional turf, Grass that no one steps on, such as along street medians, in parking lots, and outside businesses. It excludes single-family homes, parks, and golf courses. Speaking of lawns, in Utah, a new meme is emerging. Yellow is the new green. The Division of Water Resources issued an extreme drought watering guide, which instructs most residents to cut back irrigation to twice a week. The guide says to prioritize watering trees followed by shrubs and flowers, rather than grass, telling Utahns their lawns need only to survive, not thrive. The Biden administration has taken an initial step to revise the definition of what bodies of water are protected by the Clean Water Act. It's the latest in the back-and-forth controversy that has continued for about 50 years over how far federal law should go to regulate water contamination. Before Trump, Obama officials had extended protection to stop or limit development which could harm wetlands, streams, and ditches that flow into larger water bodies. Trump repealed that approach by narrowing the definition of what constitutes constitutes waters of the United States. Critics said that limitation hastened the destruction of waterways, including intermittent streams that occur only after rainfall but help purify water. But farmers and ranchers criticized Biden's move, calling it an overreach that will burden them. The National Geographic Society has been making maps for more than 100 years, and in them, four oceans have been recognized the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, and Arctic. Last week, on World Oceans Day, the organization announced that there will now be a fifth, the Southern Ocean, which circulates around Antarctica. Geographers have debated whether the waters around Antarctica had enough unique characteristics to deserve their own name, or whether they were simply cold southern extensions of the other four. The other oceans are defined by the continents that fence them in, but the Southern Ocean is defined by a current. The Antarctic current flows from west to east around the continent in a broad, fluctuating band in which the waters are colder and slightly less salty than the oceans to the north. By fencing in the frigid southern ocean, Antarctica stays cold and ecologically distinct. Thousands of species live there and nowhere else. Blue whales may be the biggest animals in the world, but they're also some of the hardest to find. It's estimated that about one-tenth of one percent of them in the southern hemisphere survived whaling. 
They're also reclusive by nature and can cover vast areas of the ocean. However, scientists listening through underwater bomb detector microphones have found a whole new population of pygmy blue whales by hearing their singing. The Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty Organization monitors international bomb testing and uses hydrophones to detect sound waves from detonations. The recordings, which pick up many other detailed ocean sounds, are available to scientists and a team of researchers led by University of New South Wales Sydney was analyzing the recordings when they heard the blue whales. Pygmy blue whales are the smallest members of the blue whale family, but they can reach up to 24 meters, almost as long as two buses. And finally, a significant amount of ocean plastic comes from toys, which isn't surprising given 90% of them are made from the material. But manufacturers are starting to recognize their impact. Mattel just announced a new collection called Barbie Loves the Ocean, where the iconic dolls will be made from plastic that would have otherwise ended up in the sea. The company teamed up with major recycler Envision Plastics, which will collect waste around Mexico's Baja Peninsula to make the dolls. The new line of three dolls and beached themed playsets also includes a partnership with the ocean cleanup organization 4Ocean, which will sell a bracelet made with post-consumer recycled materials. For every bracelet sold, 4Ocean will pull one pound of trash from oceans, rivers, and coastlines. Mattel says their efforts represent next steps in Barbie's social mission and evolution. Barbie and friends have a popular YouTube channel where they share tips on how to protect the planet, and given that sales of the dolls were more than $1.3 billion last year, they just might have an impact. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.